Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. Good morning listeners, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Good morning, Nanny. Good morning, Goanna. What is happening, Cambo and listeners? Obviously, getting ready to enjoy my RDO tomorrow. It does pay to belong. Pays to belong. Uh, speaking of, it's uh, change your ticket, so make sure uh, come Tuesday you're paid up and proud. Otherwise, uh, uh, you may find yourself in a situation where uh, you uh, might have to get yourself paid up and proud before you start work. Well, there's no point having a union if no one's in it, so... Like, like Goanna said, get your ticket paid up for change of ticket. Uh, we've, there's been a uh, what will seem like a slight increase in the uh, in the ticket this this change of term, but um, however, it's been in the past where the union has absorbed the GST component. Um, the union's in a position now where uh, they can't. Um, well, it's not not feasible to uh, viable to do that. So uh, it, it may seem like an increase, but it's only the GST component. Yeah, like like Joanna said, the union has been absorbing the GST, but every other state in Australia doesn't absorb the GST, so now it's going to be passed on to the member. So it might look like an increase, but it it is because of the GST. And obviously, we are the cheapest union dues in the CFMU nationally. So uh, we also got a uh, a bit of information on the. Uh for those who have the industry standard agreement, not the code compliant agreement, who only got the 3% pay increase come 1st of March, uh, the remainder of the 2% is now being pursued by uh, your union, us. Uh, employees will be sent a letter uh, very shortly um, in terms of uh, reaching an agreement to um, the rest of the 2% until March next year, which will bring everyone up to that 5% pay increase. So make sure you're on to your bosses. Uh, make sure that um, you make them aware the union's pursuing uh, to make sure that 
one way or another, that money will be paid. Um, so if your employer thinks they're going to hang out for six months and not have to pay the 2% for six months, they're, uh, they're going to be severely disappointed. Um, we'll be expecting the same monetary amount um, come the 1st of March that's just been uh, to be paid one way or another in an agreement. So uh, the 5% will be passed on for that 12 months. So get on to your employer and let them know that uh, they better uh, get moving because they're going to have to pay back pay of some form anyway. Better the, get the pay increase now if you're a boss or pay the back pay. It'll be a big sum of back pay for the next DBA, till the next pay rise. We'll keep you uh, informed, listeners, on how we're travelling uh, with, with those negotiations. Uh, the rally, Cambo. Oh, the rally, yesterday, um, on, on Thursday, we had an all-organisers meeting from all all unions. So we had uh, Luke Calicari and Michelle O'Neill give a report about change the rules because obviously getting all the troops motivated, like we've said before, it is a rally. This will be, we believe this will be the rally, the last rally before the next federal election where we can hopefully change the government. And we went through the outline of what, you know, what we're chasing and also what we need to hold Labor or whoever is in Parliament to change the rules. So get your, get to the rally, get there in numbers and don't just you come, bring your whole family and bring your whole community because if we don't get these rules changed, we're going to see we've had record fines for the union, we've had officials getting pulled off by police, by Victorian police at the moment. So we need some of this stuff changed so we can get paying conditions that we all deserve. Yeah, it's an important one, Cambo, for the whole community. So um, it, like we've said before, it's not a fishing day or a day to stay home or, or do something else. Uh, the 10th of April, 10am, um, get your backsides to uh, to Trades Hall and come and be a part of uh, what's going to be a changing of the rules. Uh, and as you said, Cambo, hopefully a changing of the government. Um, it's important that you bring along community members as well. We've spoke about this before. Yes, we have good wages and conditions in our industry um, and they're through strong unionism um, and the blues we've had in the past. But uh, there's many a sector that that doesn't have these conditions and there's no point in us just looking after our own industry if we don't look out for our neighbours, our family and our friends, in, um, whether it be you know direct or, or in our social environment. Um, it'll be only us left with conditions and it makes it a lot easier to attack uh, when it's only one or two industries that are still um, getting good wages and conditions, Cambo. Yeah, and obviously I mean, we want to put pressure on to whoever's in government about lifting the minimum wage. If you are on the minimum wage and you're paying rent, the only place you can live in near, in Melbourne, you'd have to get a house near Ayers Rock. And it's about lifting, getting the penalty rates reinstalled for hospitality workers. I know I've got a sister that works in hospitality, the last thing I want to see is the American system where they've got to grovel to a customer, a rude customer, or what a, grovel for a tip to get a wage. That's disgusting. That That is in Australia. So we need to get April, April the 10th, 10, 10.30, get to the rally at the front of Trades Hall and do what we do best and send a message to both sides of the government. No matter who's in power, we want the rules changed because the rules are broken. 100%, Camber, 100%. Um, branch meeting. Branch meeting, obviously there was a good attendance to the branch meeting. And getting to the branch meeting is important. It's your union. It's where rank and file get to come and hear direct from the executive. I know Elias, there was a, because there's a few away, Elias and Derek Christopher gave a consultancy report of where we're at with the rally, the pay increase. Obviously, 
the organisers gave uh, Paulie and the Civil Boys gave a concert interview report about McConnell Dow and where we're going with Victoria Police and also a report back about the accident, the incident which we're going into in West Melbourne. Yeah, Cambo, um, I suppose we'll give what we do know um, in terms of uh, the accident last Saturday in West Melbourne. Um, it's still under investigation and, um, you know, there's there's been a family severely affected uh, with a worker losing uh, his foot, unfortunately. So we won't go into details. We don't know exactly. But we can say this. The union's put out a message um, to all shop stewards um, and we'd also like to spread the message to our membership base as well that uh, no work um, is to be done uh, jumping hoist while there is hoist um, in, still in action. So if there's a single mast, two, two hoists on that mast, it's not okay to, um, to, for your employer to put workers on top of that hoist or, or working on that hoist while the other hoist is working on the same mast. So if you see that happening on your jobs, uh, make sure you let the union know. If you're a shop steward out there, it doesn't happen um, and it shouldn't happen. Um, if work's being done on the hoist and it's a single mast and there's two hoists running off that mast, um, all um, activity in the hoist other than the maintenance or the jumping um, has to stop. We need to keep workers safe. But um, as I said, it's still under investigation. Unfortunately, a worker has um, has lost his foot. Um, and hopefully we'll have more details um, when the report's done. And obviously, we want to give a big shout-out to the official that was handling that on Saturday. Perky, obviously, he went down and he's been... Uh, and the safety unit went down there and they've had work safe down there and going through all the issues. And we definitely want to give a big shout-out to the blokes who were doing the IND lads, the hoist driver, the um, Maxcon shoppy who were doing first first aid and the people involved. Like um, Perky gave a report, the, the ambulance driver and that said if they, they didn't do the first aid, which they did, um, the bloke would have bled out and lost his life. So, And they all got trained at the training, our training unit, which is the best training unit in uh, Australia or in the world from my eyes. But big shout out to those blokes because if they don't, didn't do what they did, we probably had, it would be a fatality. Yeah, so. another stellar effort. Well done, guys. So. Okay, Pauline Hanson. Oh, Hasn't she had a big week? She's had a big week. Monster week. And she is a monster, so hopefully she... I see Scott Morris has fallen out with love with her. Obviously, we've seen how her her chief for staff, um, Stephen Dick, and obviously James Ashley have, you know, trying to get political donations off the American NRL to change the... Which are... The NRL? Uh, NRL. Oh, the NRA? NRL. <laughs> NRA. They we're not bagging rugby league again, are we? They're sure? both right wing, so... The probably oh, fits. Oh, that's rich. That is rich. Oh, how one. are the bombers going, mate? The bombers are going all right. Oh, we, we had a rough yeah. week, you know, against Carlton. But the we bullies, picked, the bullies we, had a good we win. We picked up a win against the Saints. The bullies had a good win. I think we're seventh. I think I uh, had a look at the ladder last night. Uh, Essendon dead last. Well, I've actually, I want to do a shout out. We'll, we'll get back to Cheating the Cheating doesn't really pay, does it? Well, I've actually been locked into a bet, and this, um, I actually did a toolbox about change the rules out at Crema, out at Doncaster, and the shoppy started having a shot about the bombers. So. Me and him, Good Friday, North Melbourne versus Essendon. If Essendon win, he has to wear a North Melbourne Guernsey for the whole week, uh, an Essendon Guernsey for the whole week. If 
S- uh, North Melbourne win, I'll have to wear a North Melbourne Guernsey for the week. Well, I know Warren's going to be off this next comment, but I'm going to tell you, this, that could be the race for the wooden spoon if they keep going how oh, they're going. Please, hey? North please. Melbourne, please. Essendon. If you have a look at the ladder, game, please. The, if you have a look at the ladder right now, North Melbourne second last, Essendon last. So a, he should be battle going, for the wooden spoon. Warren should be going for the Brisbane Bears. He used to go for Fitzroy. Big shout out to Warren. He's, uh, he's still... Um, Recovering from the tune-up, but um, big shout-out to Warren. Hope, hope um, you're back soon, mate, because we're struggling. Obviously, getting back onto the Pauline Hanson, we got sidetracked, as we do. You know, it's her second gig. But um, obviously, getting back to the Pauline Hanson thing, she she obviously was accusing the government at, of the time for Port Arthur of, as, of a government conspiracy. She also was they're trying to lobby the gun lobby in America to fund their campaign. So obviously Scott Morrison, he's fallen out of love with her because he's he's saying that the Liberals are going to put them preference them below Labor. Oh, and Payne almost uh, put his foot in there. You can tell he's trying to burn the ship on the way out, didn't he? Oh, he did. He got posted by the whole defence. The defence minister gets posted by the whole defence force. On TV, you see him. They all walk away because he's running his political gender. Yeah, it's disgraceful. You mean, it's the same. I mean, we've had a tragedy in New Zealand in the last couple of weeks, and, and they've tightened their gun laws, and we've got simpletons like Pauline Hanson uh, and her counterparts uh, wanting to lessen them, and we've seen what happens in America with, with the, uh, the the gun laws, where they they have a part of uh, law that was made uh, during independence that they can carry guns in case the uh, Queen of England or uh, or any of her soldiers come into their house. Let's um, let's hope that Australia is a bit smarter than that. We don't want to see. Uh, Guns in schools and the, and the mass shootings uh, or, uh, that that go on in America. Um, it's disgraceful. As we said, um, we saw some competent um, political stuff going on in New Zealand. Hopefully, one day we can get it in Australia. And especially, oh, and I'm not against guns. I'm a hunter, so I'm not against guns. But I'm against Pauline Hanson. That is one of Australia's biggest tragedies, and she's saying it was a conspiracy for the government. That is just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. But it sums it up. They're the sort of people, um, you, when you're not real bright, you go the the, uh, the lesser form, and, and hatred is the easiest thing to do. So, obviously, uh, obviously we'll go to the song. Is um, So, this song's for, obviously, Scott Morrison and Pauline Hanson, and it's... Um, Sonia Dada. Sonia Dada.
Obviously, um, this Friday, or Friday just gone, it is the six-year anniversary of the Swanson Street wall collapse caused by Grocon, and obviously it was a tragedy in our industry, and obviously, you know, this is, and it leads into some of the things why we have to change the rules, because um, three people lost their lives, and Grocon get a $200,000 fine, which his wife was actually whinging about, you know, it's disgusting and and our thoughts go out to the families and the loved ones and obviously we have to remind you it affected a lot of our staff because obviously our staff uh, attended it and tried to help those people and it was an absolute tragedy so yeah um shout out to uh to the staff that were involved um they you know they they were the first on the scene and and saw some 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 pretty gruesome things that um that that you wouldn't wish upon your worst enemy, but um you know the the families of Bridget, Alex, and and Marie, um we, we feel for you, and um it's as Cambo just said, it's disgraceful that uh that Grocon ended up with a with a fine that was less than one of our officials would get a lot less, eight hundred grand less, um for visiting a job and trying to get work as their back pay, etc. Um, Grocon, it, it, uh, once again leading by example at the wrong end of the industry, um and responsible for th- those three deaths. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting, and it was a tragedy. Obviously, we've had a big week in the union movement with um Kemen's warehouse and. I'll pass it on to Goanna because obviously Goanna was down there for a bit. Okay, yeah, I went down there um, on Monday morning with a few of the comrades and uh, the NUW uh, and the Chemist Warehouse Distribution Centres um, had been in dispute um, and disgusting behaviour, the way they were treating their workforce. Most of the workforce was casualised, very few permanents. Um, They were uh, well behind the rest of uh, their industry in terms of distribution um, in pay increases, etc., um, they hung out. That you know, it was it was a good feel down in the line. A lot of union support um, run through Trades Hall as well, and uh, a big shout out to those chemist warehouse workers. They uh, in the last uh, couple of days they've they've had a, an unreal win. Uh, the chemist warehouse were refusing to talk to the NUW, thanks to the, uh, the the picket line and and some good campaigning, and those workers sticking together. Uh, they've they've um, won themselves a eighteen and a half percent wage increase. So another great example of uh, of what happens. It pays to be in the union and stick together. Uh, there was an unfortunate incident where a scab um, actually came out and uh, and jumped on a car and slashed tyres. Um, what a nice specimen uh, that bloke is. Um, unfortunately, he'll probably inherit the uh, the eighteen and a half percent increase as well. But um, it's a shame that we still have people like that in the world, but I suppose um, if we didn't have bad examples like that, we wouldn't we wouldn't know what the good ones were, Cambo. And it did get pretty nasty, um, what I heard. You know, they were throwing blood and bone out around the picketers. Yeah, manure. Yeah, yeah. you know, chemist warehouse. If you can, if you got another chemist in your area, go obviously go to them. But that, that, those workers, they got their eighteen percent pay increase. They also got full time. The casuals converted over the full time because it's very casualised joint. So. Like I said, if you are sick, you know, don't make yourself sicker by buying something from Chemist Warehouse. Well, we can now because they've signed the agreement and there's good union members in the in in the shed. Um, 
But uh, I've got a bit of a, uh, a story. I'm not sure if anyone is still bothering to read the Herald Sun, and I didn't buy it. Someone sent me the article, but we've had a, a bloke by the name of David who he obviously lived a bit of a sheltered life, Cambo. Um, old David? Yeah, old, he's, there was an article in the paper. He used to work for construction engineering, and he's suing him for $1.8 million because one of his colleagues was a serial farter. <laughs> He, uh, it's actually, it goes into a bit of depth. He's, uh, he reckons his, his colleague Greg thrusted his bum in his direction and there was no windows in the room. Dover was management too, wasn't he? he? Yeah, they were management. Sheltered life, obviously. They'd last five seconds on, in the actual, uh, on the construction site. I don't know if they've ever, uh, if he's worried about farting. I don't know if he's ever been to, uh, into the, the side amenities come morning if the boys have been on the drink the night before. I know I used to hate going in there after you when we were in the concrete. Oh, please, Gambo, come please. On. But, that uh, is rich. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's the sort of shelter. One point eight mil for some smelly air. I tell you unreal. what, if he gets that up, some peggies will be looking at oh. <laughs> looking at their legal options and the hoist drivers. Lucky Greg that. didn't flick poo on him. <laughs> oh please, one point eight million, please. I wouldn't mind getting some of that though. But uh, another stinky story, I suppose. Brett Lee, for all you cricket supporters out there, um, he's uh, he's come out and done a, a little post on his Twitter supporting uh, Tony Abbott. So oh, uh, the Rock all, Spider supporter. The, I'm starting to think we've found the Rock Spider of the week. Maybe, uh, may potentially, allegedly, I'll say maybe Brett Lee uh, has a little bit of an issue behind closed doors as well. But I do remember seeing Brett Lee. Um, in a in a section of uh, a couple of summers ago, where he had Piers Ackerman, who's another um, fine specimen, um, who probably does things behind closed doors allegedly as well. But um, I, I remember he had him on there. Piers Ackerman faced um, faced uh, a few ball, uh, balls from Brett Lee, and uh, Brett Lee was saying at the end of it how brave he was. Well, he wasn't. He turned his back before Brett Lee even let the ball go, and uh, and just offered. Pretty much his ass to Brett Lee Bowling, and he got hit twice with it. There's nothing brave about that, but that's the sort of people that they are. It's it's all good uh, attacking and promoting hatred. But yeah, Brett Lee supporting Tony Abbott, one of your best. Let, let's be honest, Brett Lee was only in the Australian cricket team to give um, give Glenn McGrath a break between innings. Let's <laughs> he's supporting Tony Abbott, which who supported Cardinal Pal, which is a rock spider. <laughs> we just we've got to say that word once a week, sure. Yeah. Well, it's the, well, we've also unfortunately the Liberals, um, you know, they've they, they got themselves back up um, in New South Wales, so uh, we feel for the comrades up there. There's um, obviously it's that's a big win for pro, uh, big business uh, multinational companies and and their developer mates um, getting New South getting the Liberals re-elected, um, and it'll only further hurt workers um, in, in that state. Um, so well, hopefully by the end of the year, New South Wales will be the only ones left with a Liberal government, but um, let's just hope. They've, Liberals actually had two wins on the weekend. The Broncos absolutely smashed the Cowboys. We got stood over. We lost our shoes, our chain, our wallet, left the ground with nothing. It was disgraceful, Cambo. Does Joe Miles and Mick Miles still support the Broncos? Or? Ooh, Ooh, that's a, that's a that's jab at your boys. Touchy subject, that. But uh, um, I'll have to admit, yes, the Broncos absolutely stood over us last week. So two wins for the Libs on the weekend. All so right. I think we need to go to uh, the 
Sookie Lala and Scallywag of the Week? Obviously, there's a candidate I've got, um, Delamay. We actually found him at Hawthorne East, and and I brought it up a few weeks ago. We did find him at um, Hickory at Box Hill, paying blokes 20 bucks an hour. At Hawthorne East, we found him. Blokes hadn't been paid for five weeks. ABN, all the sham contracting, all the stuff we need to change the rules. So I'm nominating them for Scallywag of the Week. Uh, we've got to obviously throw Grocon in there for oh, uh, you know six years uh, since the tragedy. Yeah, they're, they're still uh, conducting themselves in the same way. They probably wouldn't even mention it at the toolbox. What about Pauline Hanson and oh. the NRA. Yeah, sure. They're Brett Lee, um, obviously, and then who who are we going with there? They're all this in front rooms. Who are we going? We have to go Grocon, yeah. Yeah, Grocon, go Grocon, please. It's our favourite. Yeah. Uh, Suki Lala. Who S- we got? Cereal Fader, Fair Income, one point eight million for some smelly air. Yeah, Cereal Fader. Um, obviously, Westgate Project. Westgate Project. Um, Westgate the boys Project. Boys have been busy down there this week. I Mate, hear they've had a big week down there. There's no lighting. They've had lighting issues. There's no lighting plan. They had a, even a light tower nearly fall over and kill a bloke. Like fair income. So Westgate, obviously, they, they should be. They're sooks. They've been and their supervisors are sooking up because they're worried about videos of them because they're doing stuff unsafe. Who are we going? Uh well. Well, obviously for uh, uh, Scallywag, who we went Grocon, Grocon, um, we'd have Suki, to, Lala, Westgate, Westgate, we we'll have to go Westgate, we'll, we'll have to go it, Westgate to the industry, yeah. And obviously Warren's away, so we're putting this song for him. All hail the chief by Prophets of Rage, one of his favourite bands. Just, go, just before we go, uh, just shout out to Richie and Kevin uh, down in Tassie. They're starting their twelve week cha- fitness challenge. Uh, good luck, men. Uh, we're thinking of yous. And we all know Longy cheated in ours. Um, and we have to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to, dare win. to win. If you don't yeah. fight, you lose. You lose.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.